everybody man i love that song i've been wanting to do that song for a minute on here and i keep forgetting to add it look this is the life of an average joe podcast you know the drill you know who i am if this is your first time listening to this podcast welcome if you are a return customer i thank you very much and if you're just kind of uh, you know bored in and out and want to check out podcasts hey you're welcome too i gotta tell you i'm exhausted um, guys, the last several episodes, all I've talked about is the Texas heat. And it's stupid, right? It's stupid because I lived in Texas for, oh God, how long now? I mean, you know, 11 years, 12, I don't know, something like that. And the first year I moved here was brutal, brutal Texas heat. We had something like 100 days over 100. I'm like, this is, this is stupid. It's, I mean, it was something ridiculous. We, it was like September, like the end of September, and I'm sitting here in a thong, sweating my tail off, you know? Nobody wants to see that. And I should be used to it, but I'm not. But I've also been very tired and stressed out lately. I gotta move. I've been moving. I'm in the process of moving. Maybe by the time you guys listen to this. Actually, I'm pretty sure by the time you guys listen to this. Oh, I don't know. I'll have been moved. And I got to tell you, man, packing sucks. Packing is, oh, God. And I'm by myself doing it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Little man helps in his own right. More for moral support. But, God. Anyway, I don't want to make this episode about my issues. But I've had some uh, technical difficulties uh, with my internet. So as I was recording... I've got a really kind of a makeshift studio, although it's disassembled for the most part. So I'm, I do apologize if the sound is not up for your expectations. And you know, some podcasters would be like, you know what? Don't put it out there. If you can't give a primo product, don't put it out there. And I understand that. I do. But you know what? Sometimes putting out a raw product is actually kind of cool. So if this doesn't sound as great or as aesthetically appealing to your eardrums, I don't care. I've had so many technical difficulties with my internet going in and out that as I'm recording, everything's going in and out. So I'm like, forget it. Finally, I got it set up to where I'm okay. I've got this mic. It's not my favorite mic in the world, but I'm going to use it. And we're just going to have a good time to talk about it. So, So there you go. This episode is fun. I'm excited about it. And the reason why it it came up or the idea of it came up is you guys know I'm a big movie guy. I love movies. I love really entertainment, television, music, videos, comic books. I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. Okay? I made my I made part of my living from movies. So 
this is still part of my average Joe life, so to speak. And I have talked about movies, as you know. I mean, Nick Luck has been on here multiple times, mostly talking about the MCU. We did talk about DC for a while there. And I mentioned some movies that I like in television shows. And it came up because I remember when COVID first hit, we had no movies. And it was summer blockbuster. I mean, you're talking about movies getting pulled off of the big screen and going straight to streaming just so that the studios could get somebody to watch it. From Pixar to HBO, WB, you know, all those guys. They're like, oh my God, we're not releasing anything, but whatever's out, let's put it on streaming because everybody's home not knowing what's going to happen in life. We're not knowing what type of zombie apocalyptic virus is going to come next. So we got to watch this crap. And I, most of the time, you know, my son was, God, he was two at the time. Man, that's insane to me. So young. But he would go to bed and I would watch stuff. He would nap back in the good old napping days. I tell you, I miss those napping days. That was like an hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours of just like I could nap. Especially because I was working overnights too. I could clean. I had a mental break, you know, text, make some phone calls, do some articles, write, whatever. I kind of miss those days. Now it's like nonstop. It's like a break is like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Give me a second here. Um, And even then, there's no privacy. Hey, dad, what are you doing? But anyway, but I would watch stuff. And because we didn't know what was going on in the world, I kind of just took in a lot of movies. I was like, you know what? I've never seen this before. This has somehow escaped me. Let me watch it. And I watched a movie in particular that I'm going to talk about on here because everybody was raving about it and it it was like the highest grossing movie ever for a while. I've got a finally got a sequel coming out. And I was like, I got to watch it because this is something that I got to see. You know, and I don't always agree with everybody's movie taste and they don't always agree with me. But this was one in particular. I was like, I need to watch this. And it was on Disney Plus and it was Avatar. James Cameron's Avatar. You know, groundbreaking special effects. Amazing story. Really a ton of great actors behind those blue guys. I mean, there was a ton of great actors in that film. A ton. Some that I'm, I'm a fan of. And I like James Cameron's stuff. Not all of it. Not all of it. Is it James Cameron? Am I right? It is James Cameron, right? Who, who does Avatar? Am I or am I speaking? Yeah, I'm right. Um, and I've liked, you know, I've liked most of his stuff, or at least him. He, he's a name that when it hits you, you know it's going to be quality, you know, filmmaking, even if you're not a fan of the movie. And And again... This was groundbreaking. For what Avatar did for the special effects, it really, truly was groundbreaking at the time. And I never saw it in the movie theater. I never did. I missed it. It it just... The previews of it, and again, I didn't look up what came out, when it came out, and all that. Like, you know, as far as what was playing at the movies at the time, that would catch me you know, in that direction as opposed to Avatar. But I just never really got to see it. I never was really into it. And this was, when did Avatar come out? 2009? 
two hours, 42 minutes. And I was like, I got to check this out. This, I mean, this is sci-fi. This is, this is stuff I'm into. I finally watched it just a couple years ago. This is what kind of spawned the idea for this podcast, even though I'm just now doing it and I've kind of had the idea for a while. And I thought to myself, I got to watch this movie. Luke wasn't around. He was at his mom's. I had nothing to do. <laughs> Wake up whenever, go to bed whenever, not working. Let's just zone out. And I watched Avatar. I, I sat down and said, you know what? Brandon, you're going to watch it. Yes, it's a long movie, but that's okay. You're a fan of Godfather and Scarface and Dances with Wolves and, I don't know, some other long movies. You're okay with that. Look, you know, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, those were long movies. They were also top 10, but, I mean, you know, 10 out of 10 superhero movies. So, I watched it. And again, 2009, this was... 2021 or 2020 when I watched it the special effects were still interesting you know it was still an interesting concept it had some visually appealing moments and everybody that I talked to that is into sci-fi and into these type of movies even some people that really aren't into sci-fi told me that I should watch it for years they couldn't believe it that me of all people never saw it that is the one of the most, most overrated, bloated, ego-filled movies that I have ever seen. I, I'm going to tell you that right now. It is almost three hours of my life that I'll never get back. I don't care about the characters. I think at times it's so slow and boring that when the action sequences do come, I still don't care. I'm not pulling for anybody. Despite the actors that are behind this blue faces, the, the, the ones that I really like, and there are some great ones, I could care less about that movie. I was so disappointed, and I literally sat there and watched it like, oh, this is what everybody's talking about? Like, am I, am I in, not in the right mood? Am I stressed? Am I tired? Like... Why am I not understanding? This is an overrated movie. And the fact that here we are, it's 2009, and it was 2009 when this came out, and the fact that we're about to almost get this in 2024, because I believe the next one comes out in December. So it's almost 2024. We're getting the sequel, Way of the Water. That's so stupid. It literally sounds like a flop. And I know it's going to make a ton of money. I don't think it's it's going to come nearly as close as the first one did because of how brown, groundbreaking it was and how the movie, you know, the special effects and everything that was built around it and because of how long it took. But now we're getting another one and then we're going to get another one after that? And am I wrong to say that he originally wanted to do six Avatar movies? Because I, I can't remember... Because I can't fathom in the life of me why. Because I watched the trailer. Look, when I went to go see Multiverse of Madness, and when I went to go see Thor, and maybe it was Thor, I don't remember, and they showed me the Avatar trailer, I'm like, look, I'm going to check it out. Like, this is a big deal. It's only taken him, you know, he's only 104 by now. So let's see what happens. 
And that trailer looks just like the first one. There's nothing different about it. Like it doesn't look like, oh my God, look at these effects. Oh my God, look at this. There's nothing in it that says to me, Brandon, you gotta go see this movie. Like, okay, you were wrong about the first one. You know, maybe it wasn't your vibe, but the second one looks good. Nothing. Does it look okay? Yeah, it looks like a video game. Way of the water. The name alone, it just bores me to tears. I'm like, this is, this is stupid. So I'm going to tell you right now, Avatar is one of the most overrated movies I've ever seen. With one of the biggest budgets that it could ever have. And that's what started my way of thinking about those movies. There's television shows too. I'll throw in some bonus features. I'm, maybe I'll talk about overrated television shows. You know what? No. I'll save that for a second podcast. Hey, you got you to gotta keep these ideas, you know? Because sometimes you have a dry spell and you're like, I don't want to tell this story right now. Let me just do this podcast. So no, we're not going to go into TV. But it made me think about movies that people love, people talk about. They're like, oh, you got to see this film. And there's some old ones too. So this is not just Avatar. <laughs> Although I'm going to pick on James Cameron for a little bit. I'm going to get back to him. There's another movie I think is overrated. Gone with the Wind. Everybody talks about this movie and, and how beautiful it was. And there's some beautiful painting-like pictures in this. This is almost a movie that basically says, you know, slavery wasn't too bad. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, that's the vibe I get when I watch this movie. You know, slavery wasn't that bad. It's a horrible... Dude, it's, it's long. Hate the music. You know, the, everything about it, like the, and I know that's the style from way back in the day, but it's an overrated movie. If it was such a good movie, it would withstand the test of time because there are those movies. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think people like that movie because they're told they should like that movie. I think people that are in film, whether they're students, actors, writers, producers, when they talk about that movie, I think it's because they've been drinking the Hollywood Kool-Aid and they're supposed to talk about that movie because I don't know anybody that truly says that's a great phenomenal movie Brandon you're insane I mean I know people that say Brandon you're insane but I don't know anybody that says that I know people that say hey that's a good movie but I don't know anybody that says that's phenomenal Brandon you've got to give it a shot no I think it is completely overrated I do and I think it gets a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get hated on. I I just have a feeling I'm gonna get hated on on here, and I don't really even care at all. Um, I think it gets a lot of. I think nods and stuff in in Hollywood because of when it came out, and because of who was in it. But I don't think it's a good movie at all. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it it's awful. Now, that's an old movie. But you ever have those, like, I obviously, if you have kids, you watch a lot of stuff. You watch a lot of Disney. You watch a lot of whatever. And I know that this is going to be one of those things where it's like, well, when we're talking about Disney movies and Pixar movies, they're kind of on a different level. Because genuinely speaking, although I am a fan of Pixar, and I am a fan of Disney, and I am a fan of animated films it's not just for my son i i've watched some animated movies that he doesn't even want to watch i'm like i want to watch it so i'll watch it 
one of them in particular that I think is just the most overrated and annoying film is Frozen. First off, I think the singing in it that everybody talks about is phenomenal is awful and off key. Seriously. And I think you know what song I'm talking about. When she is singing, um, oh my God, I just, all I want to say is, do you want to build a snowman? And that's not it because every time I hear, do we want to build a snowman? I, I want to, I want to drown her in Lake Michigan in the middle of winter and be like, no, I don't. I want you to shut up. Um, whatever. When she runs away to the castle and Elsa's like, I don't care anymore or whatever. Uh, I don't know the name of that song because I hate the movie. Um, when she's singing, when she is singing, and everybody's like, oh my God, she's just singing so good. No, she's not. It is off key. It is forced. Let it go. That's it. How could I not forget that pile of crap? But when she's singing, it is so off key and so forced and so not tuned. Like, she's not even in tune. Like, it's bad. It is like an American Idol audition where she thinks, that the person that's singing thinks they're phenomenal. And we're supposed to believe that they're phenomenal. But Simon's over here going, are you guys listening to the same audition? That's a horrible movie. And the second one sucks. Now, my son watched this movie. He went through a phase when he was two. And I blame his sister for this. Matter of fact, I know. And so I didn't mind it because that's what he watched with his sister. He told me. And so I said, okay, you want to watch it? Cool. And he loved the part in the beginning of Frozen when they were breaking the ice, you know, and that is actually a cool part. And there's like, you know, the, the monster's cool, but everything else sucks. And we watched it for a while. And I got to be honest with you, it was miserable, but I did it for him. And then I would watch everybody, girls and boys and kids. Oh my God, it's Frozen. Oh, it's Elsa. Oh, Elsa. And I'm like, Elsa's awful. She's a witch. Like she's so, she's really is a, a, the bad guy in the film. If you think about it, why are you dressing your daughter up like Elsa? She's not the hero. She's not like, feel sorry for me. She's a horrible person. Like go, if you guys go back and watch that movie. Go back and watch Elsa or Frozen and take a look at Elsa's story arc. She is not, and I repeat, she is not the quote-unquote hero, and she's certainly not anybody you should feel sorry for if you listen to her, what she says, how she acts, and what she does. So the movie doesn't make any sense. And then they made a sequel that is I couldn't even get it through. So now my son's five. We've tried to watch the sequel when he was two, two and a half, and they, they put Frozen 2 on Disney+. Plus Again, in COVID. You know, during this COVID thing. So I'm like, let's watch Frozen 2. Man, we got 20 minutes into it. He still, to this day, hasn't watched it. Now, thank God, he's almost five. He doesn't care to see it anymore. And he still watches stuff that might be considered girly. I don't even like that because, like, who cares? You know what? Like, I don't, I don't care. If he wants to watch Frozen and he was still into it, I might steer him away, not because it's a girly film, but because it sucks. But if that's what he wants to be into, I could care less. 
But he won't even watch it now. He's like, nah, Dad, I don't really like it. I'm like, oh, thank the Lord in heaven. But that movie, I mean, made a ton of money. And I know it's not for me. But it's just not even a good movie. That's the thing. Some of these movies, I can accept the fact they're not good movies. And that's okay. And I can accept the fact that they're not for me. But Frozen's awful. Oh, There's other cartoon movies out there. But Frozen, by far, for me, is one of the worst. Now, when you talk about overrated movies, you know, again, this is all somebody's opinion. You know, this is my opinion. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean I'm right, except for on Avatar. I'm 100% correct on Avatar and Frozen. So right now I'm, I'm, I'm 2-0. and But for other people, you know, they may like them, and that's okay. It's, it's you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But these are... It's just my opinion, so let's just everybody relax and take a look at some of these overrated films. Like one in particular that everybody loves, that I've seen, that I actually saw in the movie theater. And of course, it's by it, it, it's one you guys could probably guess. It's another long movie. This director really loves doing long movies. And it's Titanic. Now... I don't know what happened in my life to where I went to go see this. Now, if I remember correctly, they released Titanic somewhere around Valentine's Day. Smart. Smart. I don't know what happened in my life where I thought, and somehow, some way, that it was going to be a good idea to go see Titanic, which we already know how it ends, in the movie theater during this time with two dudes. I mean, you want to talk about a strange situation. But we went to this movie theater, and it was the Star Southfield in Southfield, Michigan. It used to be a, a beautiful, I don't even know if it's there anymore. This was one of the first movie theaters that had the restaurants and it really felt like it. Like when you pulled up to the star Southfield, you could see the, the Hollywood light shining in the sky, the big giant marquee. They had valets. This is before, you know, all the recliners and, and everything that we see nowadays. This is long before that. And tickets were a little bit more expensive, but they had stores like shops, like gift shops inside the movie theater a diner, a bar, people dressed up. I remember on red carpet premiere nights, people dressed up to go to the movie theater. This was one of those times where you didn't just go see a movie. Like if you wanted to just go see a random movie, you'd go to the mall, whatever, like Cinemark or something like that. One of the random ones. Uh, There was MJR back in Michigan, a couple others. But if you wanted to go on a premiere night, and they did these Hollywood premiere nights, Quite often at the Star Southfield, if you wanted to go on one of those premiere nights, you dressed up. You want to take a date? You dressed up. I mean, people would show up in their suits and dress. It was like it was like the red carpet. It was like Hollywood was all over the place. E Entertainment was there. You know what I mean? It was a big deal. And for some reason, me and my two buddies—and I won't say their names—I oh, hate drinking water out of this water bottle. It sucks. Um decided, hey, let's go see Titanic. I, 
And you know what the worst part is? It's not that it's not that they decided to do it. It's that I agreed to it. It's that I said, you know what? This is a great idea. I'm, I got to put this water in a cup. Why, why do some water bottles, when you drink them, the whole water bottle collapses? God, I'm cranky. Um, but I decided to go. Yeah, sure. Let's go see Titanic. And it was a long movie. It was crowded. This was like opening week. And I'm telling you, this was like around Valentine's Day. Day before, might have even been the day of. So clearly I wasn't dating anybody. So much better drinking that out of that cup. I wasn't dating anybody. Or if I was, then <laughs> clearly I wasn't uh, trying to do anything on Valentine's Day with them. And we saw Titanic. Now, I have to tell you, I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I do. I, I love Leo. I don't like all his movies, but I love Leo. Kate Winslet is a great actress as well. And at times, she's super cute. She used to be. You know, I'm not into a lot of redheads. I probably just pissed off a little everybody. It's not that I, hey, look, I don't turn anybody away. Beauty's beauty. But, well, anyway. Um, stupid. But, I, I gotta get Jesus. Um, this movie was over three hours. It was three hours and 14 minutes. Came out in 1997. How was I not dating any? Anyway. Um, and we went and saw it. That's a good old James Cameron film, right? Now, this movie was huge. Again, again, cinematography, when it came out, it won like 11 Oscars. I think it had 83 nominations. Like, give me a break. Billy Zane's last movie, Kathy Bates was in it, Kate Winslet, Leonardo DiCaprio... Bill Paxton, good old Bill Paxton was in it. I didn't remember that. The ship was in it. <laughs> but it was a big deal. It was huge, right? And it was a love story. Blah. Okay. Did I enjoy it on the big screen? Yeah. I had a good time on my triple date with these two dudes. Um, do I think this movie... Should have had that many nominations and Oscars? No. I think it's completely overrated. I think Billy Zane is cheesy. I think nobody cares about the any of the cast except for Leo and Kate. I think that the end scene when the old lady, you know, throws the diamond into... I think that's stupid and cheesy. I think the whole story... Minus the actual scenes of the Titanic, but the whole modern times, you know, researchers and, and you know, whatever they're doing, I think it's awful. Uh, special effects are good. But at the end, I was really wanting everybody to not make it, including Kate. Including her character. I've watched it since. trying to see if I was wrong after time set in and the event of us going to the Star Southfield, you know, passed. 
No, that isn't that is an overrated movie. Look, if somebody was to say it's a good movie, cool. But to claim that it's one of the best, that you're gonna put it on a list like many do as one of the greatest of all time, uh, what do you watch? Look, if all you watch is Hallmark movies, then this is one of the greatest of all time, by all means. But Titanic is once again an overrated, over budget, overproduced, nothing moneymaker. James Cameron, who sits here and bashes Marvel movies, they're not cinema. They're, you know, superhero movies in general, but let's be real, they're Marvel movies because DC ain't doing anything. I don't care. They're not cinema. They're hardly entertainment. Really, Mr. Avatar, three hours, basically sci-fi, blue, no one cares. Uh, Let me send my message, save the earth, crap. Or Titanic, uh, let me have a trillion dollar budget to sink a ship. Like, you're going to sit there and bash Marvel movies, but you put out this pile of steamy garbage? Come on, man. So yes, James Cameron, in my opinion, has made two of the most overrated movies of all time. You know what else? I'm a big Halloween fan. I love I love horror movies. I do. I love scary movies. Even from like the cheesy, cheesy. Like I watched, one year I watched like every Friday the 13th. And I'm talking Jason Goes to Space. Uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. I mean, these are just god-awful piles of crap, okay? But then I watch really good ones. You know, the, the classics, you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, and then the real good movies like the Evil Dead remake, which I think is an amazing, scary film. Um, I can't think of it. The original Halloween, uh, The Mist. I, I've got a ton of horror movies. Uh, Ken and I did an episode of the Life of an Average Show podcast years ago where we talked about some of our favorite horror movies from zombies to monsters to killers to psychological films. So when you, when you watch as many horror movies as I do and you, you melt your brain during that time of year, you lower your standards. Like I can watch Jason Takes Manhattan and entertain myself because it's Halloween, but also realize it's a bad movie. So I kind of lower my standards in a sense for Halloween or just give them the Halloween standards like I just want to watch some fun, scary stuff. And there's one movie that's talked about a lot. And I think it really was that you had to be at a certain age when this came out or at least have that nostalgia factor. And that's Hocus Pocus. I hate that movie. <laughs> Everybody's like, no, it's a cult classic, Brandon. Like, it's it, you, got, you watch all these movies and you don't like Hocus Pocus? No. And I know that they announced uh, that Disney's doing the sequel. They dug these old witches up from their graves and they're coming out with a sequel. I just don't get it. I tried watching it. I saw it when it first came out, didn't like it. I tried watching it again this past Halloween because they announced the sequel. And I know that that's a big deal for everybody. What am I missing? Are you guys familiar with Hocus Pocus? I mean, I feel like you gotta be familiar with Hocus Pocus. If you're not familiar with Hocus Pocus, I don't want to say spoiler alerts, okay? But basically, you got somebody who moves to Salem, 
where he struggles to fit in and he meets a trio of witches. These witches were executed back in the 17th century and blah, blah, blah. It's like a comedy. It's rated PG, but it's like a comedy. It's got two of the people that I can't stand the most in it, Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker. I can't stand either of them. So that right off the bat makes me not like the movie. Because not only is this movie overrated, Sarah Jessica Parker's completely overrated. And she, she anyway, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. She looks like a horse. Um, horse. But the idea of it, it sounds funny. It's a comedy. It's Halloween. It's fantasy. No. I hate it. And this is a guy that watches the old 80s movie Monster Squad, which is god-awful, but I love it. I kind of thought it could give me that similar vibe. And it just doesn't. Yeah, I, and they're making a sequel. And guess what? I'm probably going to watch the sequel and probably going to be completely disappointed. I just don't understand it. Like, again, this is one of those beloved movies that doesn't hit me. Another beloved movie is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think Ferris Bueller's Day Off is so unfunny. There's nothing funny about it. Like, nothing whatsoever. I don't think he's funny. I don't think the idea of him stealing the car, skipping school, and setting up this little thing in his house to, you know, like everything he does, like, it's not funny. It's never funny. Matter of fact, it's downright boring. And John Hughes has cranked out some amazing movies. I'm not the biggest Matthew Broderick fan, but I can deal with him. It's, of course, he is married to Sarah Jessica Parker, so maybe that's why. Maybe she rubbed off on him. The horribleness. Could you imagine that couple in that house? The horribleness and movies they put out? But everybody loves Ferris. They're like, oh, it's a classic. Brandon, John Hughes. When I think of John Hughes, I don't think of that movie. I can tell you that right now. I do not think of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I understand it's a big one for him and he's crushed it. But I think of like planes, trains, automobiles, Uncle Buck, Weird Science, Breakfast Club. I mean, I can keep going, guys. John Hughes has done some amazing movies. Amazing movies. This one's not one of them. Pretty in Pink, for God's sakes. Mr. Mom, 16 Candles, Great Outdoors. He has a knack for these type of movies. This is not in his, this is, this is a miss for me. This is a swing and a miss. A complete swing and a miss for me. And I don't get it. I don't get why when people talk about comedies and classic movies, they bring this one up. Because I got to be honest with you, this is, this is a horrible film. It's just not funny. I don't know. Maybe it is me. I mean, do you guys like it? Is this one that you consider to be a good movie? Now, you got to think of these movies as, as what they are and when they came out. I understand that. Because some people might look at a phenomenal movie like Infinity War and say overrated. It's probably somebody who likes the Snyder Cut, but 
so they're wrong. But it's just not a good movie. There's some other ones that have come out that got really a lot of critically acclaimed, you know, nominations. And one of them in particular is by an actor that I'm hit or miss on too, Castaway. If I wanted to watch somebody talk to themselves for three hours, I would just hang out with Luke. Because I've literally seen that dude just sit and talk and I have no idea. Like, I've been in the shower and I'm like, what is, what is, what? and I come out, I'm like, hey buddy, what are you doing? He's like, no, nothing. And then I go in the kitchen and he's still talking. But instead, this guy's trapped on an island talking to a volleyball for three hours. Oh, wasn't it great? Tom Hanks was so good in that movie. Why? Because he grew a beard? He grew a beard in Forrest Gump, too. It was literally like they took that version of Forrest Gump and threw him on an island and gave him a volleyball and said, talk. All he did was talk to a volleyball. That's all he did. Nobody cares. The story's stupid. Three hours. And you want to tell me I got to watch him talk to a volleyball? I don't understand it. I, 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 I don't know. And there's surprisingly, there's a lot of movies in Hollywood that have won major awards. I mean, there's, there's some serious movies that have won major awards that I look at and I go, I mean, I guess most of the Oscars are that way. You know, most of the Oscars are, you know, really overrated nonsense. But when you have the movies like Avatar and, and all that, <laughs> I just don't get it. There's another one I might get crucified for, too. Dream Girls, Jamie Foxx, Beyonce, Eddie Murphy, uh, Jennifer Hudson. That came out. And everybody was talking about it. Everybody. And I like some of those actors. Jennifer Hudson's really good. Uh, Jamie Foxx, Eddie Murphy. I mean, that's why I wanted to watch it. And the idea of it was great. But I watched it and it felt like any other music movie to me. It felt like any other film that has dealt, okay, there's a there's a producer, there's a talent agent that finds all this talent, then there's a girl group, but one breaks one's a breakout star and the other two girls I mean like really? But all everybody talked about, and that came out in two thousand six, everybody talked about was Dream Girls, Dream Girls, Dream Girls. It's just an okay movie. It, it, look, just because I say I don't like some of these movies doesn't mean they're not okay. I understand, well, except for Avatar and Titanic, but, and Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I get why people like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I understand that. It's not my thing. It's not funny to me. And it's not because I'm older and I had to be a certain age. Like, I like all the other John Hughes films. So why is that one not ring a bell? Why is that one? I mean, it's literally about a kid skipping school and causing mischief. That's all I did. You think I could relate to that? I just don't like it. And look, it's not that Dreamgirls is a bad movie, but when we put it on this pedestal with The Godfather, Last of the Mohicans, Saving Private Ryan, Forrest Gump, I mean, I can keep going. 
you put these movies on that pedestal, that they're not on the same wavelength here, folks. Like, what are we doing here? You're just buying it because it's name brand. And there's a ton of movies in Hollywood. Look, there's a lot of people that like Harry Potter. I think Harry Potter's awful. <laughs> Look, I I think every single Harry... Have I enjoyed moments of some of the Harry Potter movies? Yes. Do I think that they're good? No, I don't. I don't care. I wanted Mr. No, Mr. Dude Who Doesn't Have a Nose to just kill Harry Potter so bad. Does the show, does the movie have, or movies, have some really cool actors in it? Yeah. Do I, do I see why they've made a ton of money and why people like them? Yes, I do. Do I think that, you know, when people talk about these massive series, or not trilogies, because there's more than three Harry Potter movies, but when they talk about these massive franchises that why Harry Potter is mentioned, yeah, do I think it holds to the others? No. It took me years to watch those. And again, everybody was like, Brandon, this is your thing. You love Lord of the Rings. You love Star Wars, magic. Like, well, I don't love magic, but you love those types of movies. This is your thing. I don't care. Do I, There's some cool moments. But I was, I was pulling for what's his name? Voldemort. I was like, get rid of this kid, man, because I'm so tired of hearing this kid's name. I just don't think they're that good. I think some of them are really downright actually bad. I love Alan Rickman. So go ahead and show me Alan Rickman all day long. I just don't care. It was cool to see the dude from Twilight get killed. That was fun. Especially because this was before he was Batman. So seeing Crystal, you know, sparkly discotheque vampire get killed in the movie, that was great. Um, but over no. I don't I, I don't get it. I might even consider Lord of the Rings to be overrated at times, the way some people treat it. The only reason I don't put it on the list is because I've enjoyed Lord of the Rings. I think The Hobbit is severely overrated because it shouldn't have been that many movies. It should have been one freaking movie. It's the shortest book, but they made that many movies out of it. Peter Jackson was just getting ridiculous. Um, but I could see why, like some people just praise Lord of the Rings from top to bottom. And, and it's, it's easy to do. I like it. I won't put it in the overrated category, but I will say that return of the King could have been about 30 minutes less because I don't care if the ending of that movie was how they did it in the book. I don't want to see 12 different endings of that movie. I was like, I was trying to leave, and every time I left, there was another movie, and I already sat in that theater for four days. I'm like, I, I got to go? Oh, we got 20 minutes to say goodbye again. Oh, it's over? Let me go. Oh, oh another 20 minutes. I was like, guys, you just made this movie three hours and 20 minutes long. You could have made it an hour and a half. They've been saying goodbye for two hours. I feel like I'm at an Italian wedding. Like, what's going on here? But I won't consider that to be overrated. But I do consider Harry Potter to be overrated. But I almost understand that. I understand people loving Harry Potter more than they love Avatar or, God, uh, Titanic. I mean, give me a break. 
Here's a movie that I think is overrated and not funny at all. Dumb and Dumber. I think Dumb and Dumber is downright stupid. There's nothing funny about that movie. It's like two idiots out there. And I know they did a sequel, I think, didn't they? I don't know. I think they did Dumb and Dumber 2. And did they do a prequel or am I just stupid? I think I'm stupid. Um, I don't think they did a prequel. I think I'm imagining that. But Dumb and Dumber... When I think of Jim Carrey movies, if I never watch Dumb and Dumber again, I'm smarter for that. That was not a funny movie. And everybody's like, oh my God, Dumb and Dumber, oh my God. What about it? It's not funny. There, there's nothing funny in that movie. I've seen Jim Carrey do better stuff when he was on In Living Color. That was his primo stuff. Now, you want to talk about Jim Carrey, let's talk about Me, Myself, and Irene. Phenomenal. First Ace Ventura, phenomenal. Liar, Liar, phenomenal. Not Dumb and Dumber. Adam Sandler, who really doesn't have any... Well, that's not true. I don't like Adam Sandler. But there are movies that I like of his. My favorite is The Wedding Singer. Uh, phenomenal soundtrack, and he was it was a good movie. And Big Daddy, Wedding Singer and Big Daddy. Now, some of his other stuff that he's done has been great. I just watched him on Netflix. Um, I think it's called Hustle, and he's that basketball scout. That was an awesome movie. And I'm not even a basketball fan, but that was an awesome movie. Like, NBA basketball fan. I, college, for sure. NBA, I'm like, eh. I'm a Detroit Pistons fan, and I can't wait to go to a game again. But I'm not... NBA is not really my thing. That was a great movie. But whenever people talk about Adam Sandler, oh, Billy Madison, and I'm like, what? I put Billy Madison in the same category as Dumb and Dumber. They're just stupid. They're just stupid movies. They're like SNL skits or Living Color skits that are too long. Maybe if it was a skit, 10-minute skit, it'd be funny. But an hour-and-a-half movie and then a sequel? Nah. Little Nicky... I mean, nobody's saying that's a good movie. But I lump these movies together because every time I hear Adam Sandler, I bring him up to like, oh, but dude, you gotta love, you gotta love Billy Madison. Why? It's horrible. It's not funny. I, have I watched it multiple times because of people I know? Yes. Did I laugh? Sure, the first time. But are we really going to sit here and say that that's a funny movie? Like, are you going to are you gonna try to sell me on the fact that Dumb and Dumber is funny? Bro, either, either your level, either you're really high or your level of humor is below a third grader's. I, I don't know what to tell you. There's movies that have, have, even more though, that have come out recently. Well, I don't know about recently. In the last 10 years or so that have probably, that, that I think I'll look back on and say, you know what? Those are overrated. And again, this is just my opinion. It's just my opinion. It doesn't mean I know anything. It's just, it's, I, again, I am right, though, about some things. <laughs> but there's some movies, like, over the last couple of years, even though we haven't had a lot of movies over the last couple of years, we're getting better now. Because, you know, the pandemic is whatever over, I guess. I don't even know what's happening. There's monkeypox now. Who knows? <laughs> but I'll tell you a movie that I think is, is overrated. And that's the movie Tenet. 
It's got Christopher Nolan in it, and I love Christopher Nolan. I think he's innovative director. I think I love his visual style. I love like the completely unconventional things that he does on the screen. I think his uh, the way he films is amazing. As a writer, Nolan is a better director than a writer. But I think that Tenet is a movie that I've watched twice that I still have no idea what it's about. And it's got great actors in it. And visually, it's amazing to watch. And everybody that I've talked to is like, oh, I love that movie, man. I've, you know, I had to watch it a couple times, but I love it. But every time I talk to them, I'm like, well, would you like it? Oh, it's just so cool looking. Okay, but what about the acting? And, and I think the acting is good. Oh, it was great. What about the story? Yeah, it was just so different. Yeah, but what's it about? And literally, I've gotten three different answers. And I'm going to tell you right now, I still don't know what it's about. Inception, it was like he made a different version of Inception. Inception, I saw in the movie theater twice and watched it four times. I'm not sure if Inception is real. I love the cast. I, I love the visuals. I think I know what it's about, and I really like that movie because I still enjoy it. But I'm not sure if I enjoy it because of the visuals, because of the action, or because of the people that are in it. Tenet's the same thing. I'm not sure if I like it or if I'm just attracted by the way it looks. Because everybody I talk to says, oh, it's a great movie. I just don't know. You know, it's confusing. But it's about this or this or this. Well, which one is it? And I know it's like, it's all like, it's a movie so you can interpretate the story, but I think when you're trying to tell a story, you gotta kind of know which direction you're going. I mean, you shouldn't have to interpret and interpret the you know two hours of a film. Maybe certain scenes. Hey, well, this is what I think it meant, or this is what I think it meant. But you should have a general consensus of what the movie means and what the point of the film is. And I gotta be honest with you, I haven't heard a good one yet. I've heard multiple ideas, but I haven't heard a good one yet. So I don't even know if it's a good movie or not. And I think it's overrated because I think people just like it because of how it looks. It's not a music video. It's not an album cover. It's not, it's not a restaurant where it just looks cool. It's a movie. And, I, and you know what? I, I can't talk bad about it because... I, I, I do see why people are attracted to it. But what is it? So what about you guys? I mean, I, I have others. I have others that I could just totally, totally just, you know, unload on. But do you guys have any? I'm sure you do. And if you do, I want you to drop me some comments at either the life of an average Joe podcast.com. You can email me at, cause I'm doing an email episode coming up. I promise I'm doing an email episode coming up. It's coming guys. Um, it's coming real soon. So I would get those emails. You can email me at the life of an average Joe podcast at gmail.com. Or you can go ahead and check out TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, all the fun stuff. You know, all the stuff that, that I waste my time on and things like that. You can go ahead and do that. Or 
you can go ahead and drop some comments on Spotify and Anchor as well. They give you an opportunity to leave those comments. But I'm telling you, there are some serious overrated movies out there. Grand Budapest Hotel? No. Overrated. Hugely overrated. La La Land? Overrated. The Greatest Showman? Now, if you want to talk about how those actors did in the movie and what they did, that's a different story. But a movie as a whole, Greatest Showman is annoying and overrated. Is Hugh Jackman beyond talented? Yeah. Huge. Huge, huge Jackman. Is the movie good? No. It's overrated. And I feel the same way about La La Land. And I like everybody in that. Overrated. Citizen Kane. Overrated. I don't care. I, I do look, I'm gonna say it. It's overrated. Here's one that'll that'll really make everybody mad. It's a wonderful life. Overrated. Is it a great Christmas movie and got a good story? Sure. Is it one of the best movies of all time? Overrated. <laughs> all right, guys. Look, that's me. That's my show for now. We're going to revisit this, but we're going to come back and we're going to talk about, man, I got so many movies. I may drop some more on social media. If you guys want to hear a part two of this, maybe different genres or uh, you guys just want to hear some more, let me know. I have no problem going back and revisiting this. Just leave me all the feedback you have. But I am going to do a TV show one coming up, so be ready. Man, I've got like six right off the bat that I could tell you about. But thanks for listening to the Life of an Average Joe podcast, which is not overrated. And thank you for support as always. Leave me your comments, drop your your neg- you know, your positivity, your encouragement, your negative, your whatever. And I want to hear your overrated movies. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one.